to God's gift, the life of a true Christian. Um, today I'm going to share my first message with you and I apologize for not doing so as I promised in my presentation video. So if you want to be an example of Jesus Christ in your generation, thank you for watching. So as we already know, the Bible teaches us to put God first in everything that we do. So I want you to close your eyes wherever you are and let us invite the presence of God here in our midst. Tell God to, tell God to prepare your heart as his message comes through. Father, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for the person who is watching me right now. You know who he or she is, so Lord. I command his or his spirit into your mighty hands. Father, I pray that you prepare your hearts to receive your message, that your word in the form of a seed is well planted in them, so that we will be able to live according to your word, so that we will bear fruit 30, 60, and even 100 folds, Lord, for your glory alone. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, so, I'm an example of Jesus Christ in my generation. It's actually a theme uh, for this 2017 you know, at my local church. And, um, and it's based on 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 to 17. Yeah. I remember hearing that um, for the first time. Uh, and when I heard that, I mean, something pierced into my heart. You know, it's not a small thing to be an example of Jesus. We go on Jesus says, right? I mean, it's not a small thing, you know. And here we are saying, I am an example of Jesus in my generation. But are we just saying it and going back home and continuing with our lives? Because I hear that and uh, I look at my life and I look at the life of our church members and and I compare it with the life of Jesus Christ and there is a huge difference between the two. Jesus laid his hands on the sick and they were healed. He commanded demons to come out of people and they obeyed him. He rose the death back to life. And here we are saying we are examples of Jesus. What are we doing? All I see is we go to church every Sunday, we pay our fights, uh, give offering and and that is all. Is that all what Jesus did when he came down on earth? Even when he went to church, Jesus preached at the age of 12 years. And here we are saying we are examples of Jesus Christ. So uh, I didn't see myself as an example of Jesus Christ. I thought of it, you know, somehow I forgot about those thoughts. You know. uh, and then I remember during March, um, we had a revival. It was repeated. I am an example of Jesus and I must come up and say, in my generation. I am an example of Jesus in my generation. And those thoughts returned. Like, this is what we are saying, but what are we doing? That qualifies us as an example of Jesus, you know. I mean, in, in Jesus there is life, and in us there is no life. Jesus is the one and only begotten Son of God, and we are but flesh, you know. And this is what we are saying. I didn't see myself as an example of Jesus. You know. So I thought of it and I thought of it. Somehow, somehow I was led by the Holy Spirit to read the book of Mark. And as I read through the very first chapter of Mark, you know, it was like, 
uh, the Holy Spirit's telling me she wants to be a real example of Jesus. These are the steps you take. This and this and this is what you do. So that's what I'm going to share with you today. And the first step being making God your priority. John the Baptist prepares the way. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Amen. Amen. Verse 1 says, The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The beginning, you know, beginning, key word, you know. Um, my brother or sister watching me right now, I do not know you and I cannot tell where you are in life but today is your beginning you know, to resurrect, to be revived, for your spirit to be rekindled. Today is the day to start living the life God has planned for you the and today is the day for you to find your purpose in life and if you are not a believer, today should be the day that you accept Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You know, here uh, it says the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But in our case, it's the beginning of our life as God wants us to the life that God has for us. And then it continues. Uh, as it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. It says before your face because when Angel Gabriel went to see Elizabeth and promised her uh, John the Baptist, afterwards he wanted to see Mary, uh, the mother of Jesus, you know, so before your face. Uh, John and Jesus, they coexisted, you know. While John was in the, uh, in the wilderness, you know, preaching and preparing the paths for Christ. Uh, Jesus, you know, he was working, I mean, his father was a carpenter, so he worked, you know, and um, he did not do anything for 30 years, you know, I mean, he did not perform any miracle during those 30 years, so before your face, you know, they coexisted, amen, and then it says, who will prepare your way for you, you see, uh, this is actually a, a prophecy in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah here is foretelling the future, you know, he's revealing what is to come. And, um, and in this prophecy, we observe um, a conversation taking place, you know. God the Father is talking to the Son. God is telling Jesus, you, I'm going to send you into the world, you know. I just don't know what else to do with these people. I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. <laughs> I don't know what to do with these people. They are just so faithless. And, I've tried and I've tried and I do not delight in the blood of sheep and of goats. You know, so I'm going to send you into this world and you're going to die for them once and for all. But I'm not going to send you, you know, just like that. You know, someone will go before you, you know, to prepare your way. So imagine, um, Jesus needed his path to be prepared. He, the Son of God, he needed his path to be prepared. So imagine us, mere mortals. How much more do we need preparation? If we want to be examples of Jesus Christ in our generation, we need to be prepared. 
by God, you know. We cannot just wake up one morning and say, we're going to tread upon the waves of the sea. Uh, no, it doesn't work like that. Um, we need preparation. And that is the first step. That is um, what I call making God your priority. What do I mean by making God your priority? Uh, you see, when God is your priority, uh, He's first in your life. You know and understand Matthew chapter 5, verse 28. You know, seek the kingdom of God first, and the rest shall be added unto you. You know, when God is uh, your priority, He comes first in everything you do. You go to bed with Him on your mind, and you wake up with Him on your, on your mind. When God is your priority, He is the one you desire. Of course, He's going to add material things to you, and that is not, you know, but uh, your first and foremost desire is to be with Him, is to please Him. You find, you look for ways, you know, you search for ways to, even if they are symbolic, you know, to show you and tell God, God, I know this is something just, this is tiny, you know, I know there's something I can do that can equal what you have done for me. But I'm singing in church and it is symbolic that I appreciate what you have done in my life. I appreciate the changes, the mountains that you moved in my life. You know, the mountains you made plain in my life. I appreciate the value you brought me out of. What wants to be important in your life? He deserves it. He wants to know that he's the one you want. He wants to know that, that uh, he really admires you. You don't only pray when you need something from him. You know, when God is your priority fast and you pray because you want to be with him because you just that's all you want that is because there is a yearning in your spirit you, know, you, you long to be with God so you seek him diligently through fasting and praying um, then um, because it is, it is very important to you fasting and praying I mean, we can't do anything great without fasting and praying Jesus himself fasted 40 days and 40 nights you know, uh, I'm sure you're saying, uh, well, Jesus is special. Okay, I agree with that. Um, how about Elijah? Elijah fasted 40 days and 40 nights as well. He prayed for fire to fall down from heaven. And fire fell down from heaven. Wasn't he a human being like me and you? We cannot do anything of great importance without fasting. We cannot skip fasting and praying. You know, uh, and then we continue to pray even if we feel like our prayers are not being answered. We continue to pray and seek God because He is the one we want. It's not the material things that He can give us, but we just want to be in His presence, at His feet or in His bosom, wherever He wants us. And then we continue to pray and then we are praying and um, we are fasting and praying because we just want to, you know, to be with Him. When God is your priority, you listen to music that pleases Him. You worship songs, powerful songs. When God is our priority, we hand Him the keys you know, of our hearts, of our mind, of our body, of us. We say, God, take over. I want you to go before me and ordain my steps. Go before me and I'll follow up. If God is the one leading you in your life, how can you miss your destiny? He knows our Latin, so what a better way you know, for us than for us to give it all to Him. Let Him show us the right path to take. When God is our priority, His will is what we do. And as you continue to seek Him with all diligence, 
um, uh, His presence will come upon you. You will experience the presence of God. Come and cover you, you know, and you will know because passages of the Bible will be recited to you as you sleep. You will wake up with a verse in your mind. You go and you read, and it is just a direction, an indication of your life. But in the middle of the night, we hear, wake up and pray. And you will wake up and pray. You know, that is how it feels to have the Holy Spirit operating in you. He will tell you what to do, and He will help you do it. Even if it is 3 o'clock in the morning, you will wake up and pray. A fulfilling experience. It is so powerful you know, to experience that. Um, so now that you are in the presence of God, now that you can hear His voice, this is your moment of preparation. Now that you can see Jesus, and um, they were talking. We have to talk with God a lot. Constant communication, you know, is key. You cannot neglect uh, praying to God. Jesus was in the presence of the Father. You know. He hasn't descended yet. And here we are talking. So we so here we are now also in the Father's presence. And now when he tells us something, we hear because we are sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. So when he tells us do this, we can do it. We will prepare us. This is our moment of preparation, you know. We have to read and it's very important. We have to read the Bible. That is what the word of God is. God will speak to us through his word as well. You know, and, um, we have to study. Jesus studied the Bible. I'm not seeing the examples of Jesus. Then we do as Jesus did. Jesus studied the Bible. That is why when the Spirit took him into the wilderness to fast 40 days and 40 nights and Satan came to tempt him, Jesus was able to withstand because he has studied the Bible. It is written. The man shall not live by bread alone. It is written. It is written. It is written. You know, he was able to overcome Satan and his temptations by the word of God. We have to do the same. And the majority of what Jesus said in the, in the New Testament, he quoted from the Old Testament or he explained, you know. So we have to study the word of God. To be an example of someone is to imitate that person. We do exactly as that person does. So if we are examples of Jesus Christ, then we should be able to perform the miracles that Jesus performed. He said, if we believe, we will do as he did and even more. So if Jesus healed, we are to heal. If Jesus rose the death back to life, we are to do the same. If Jesus walked on the sea, we are to, why not? Why can't we? He said we will do more. And he did. My brothers and sisters, I'm talking about a higher, more intense relationship with God. Being an example of Jesus Christ starts with surrendering your will to Him. You know, um, if you have tried and tried to be happy, to live the life you planned for yourself, but you have failed and you continue to fail, there is a reason. There is a reason why God is calling you to Himself. So just hand him the keys, you know, just tell him to take over. Like, I mean, you are, t are you not tired? Tell God to take over. You have my will, I try and I failed. So um, that's all for today and um, I hope you enjoyed today's message and that it was helpful to you. 
and that you are going to put it into practice. Help someone out there in the world you know, and share this video. Um, probably this message is not for you, but if it's for someone that only you can reach, someone that only you can get to. So spread the good news. Feel free to comment, suggest, ask questions, and, and I'll see you next time. So until then, may the peace of God that transcends all knowledge and understanding be with us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.